Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujot, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. Now we're going to talk about Shannon Crossman, and you're going to be very happy that you chose to join us this evening or to listen to the replay whenever you do. So Shannon lives in Redding, California with her partner, and I love this part, two feline misfits. <laughs> by, by day, she works as a COO at a small Berkeley-based company that teaches people how to fully accept themselves and everything they feel. In her free time, she moonlights as a poet, putting her master's in transpersonal psychology and over 20 years of meditation practice to good use. Her writing, which explores themes of belonging, resilience, and wonder, is available in two anthologies, Goddess When She Rules and Hidden Lights, as well, online. Her fervent hope is that her work provides a subtle light in the darkness and ignites a spark of wonder amidst the hard edges of what it means to be human. If you ask her, there's nothing more exciting than a blank page or an unexplored path. Welcome, dear Shannon. And if you would like to uh, unmute yourself for a moment and say welcome to Shannon, please welcome. do that. And then mute yourself again. <laughs> Welcome, Shannon. Welcome, Shannon. <laughs> Thank we're you. So happy. <laughs> so, we're going to start with uh, two questions we came up so that everyone can get to know you a little bit better. The first one is How is a poem that you write born? How, how, how does it get born? Well, it's a funny thing, me and words. We, they, they appear. I tell people a lot of the time that writing for me is like taking dictation. You know, I am desperately trying to catch them <laughs> as they come through. Um, and it's such a beautiful gift. I don't know why I have it. What I know is that I'm incredibly grateful that I do. And it means for me, that everything that I write is an active collaboration between me and something larger that wants to emerge through the words. Beautiful. It also means sometimes I'm scrabbling notes on napkins. And once I wrote a poem on my leg in the car. 
I love it. The only surface I had. (laughs) When the words want to be recognized, they want to be recognized, right? (laughs) Exactly. I love it. So what does your heart intend as people read your poetry? That's a great question. I think for me, so much of poetry in particular is about connection, right? So what I most want for people when they read these pieces is to deepen that sense of connection that they feel to themselves, to whatever they consider to be source or larger than them, whatever holds them in the world and to each other, because I think that that's the most profound gift we have to offer, right? The more fully we can be connected here Mm -hmm. And here, the more fully we can connect here. And that's really what this work is about, is how do we bring people into that sacred place of connecting? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. You know, I've been thinking a lot about love because um, Laura Lively, one of our founding mother luminaries, has a summit coming up in February. And I was thinking about, well, what is love? And you've mentioned the word connection several times. Um, and it it feels to me that connection to self, connection to the divine, connection to others, that connection and presence really feels like it describes big elements, big parts of what love is. So that's what I feel when I read your poetry. It feels like this blanket of love. So I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So how can um, people purchase your book? I know one um, blessed woman is going to receive an autographed copy of your book and a drawing um, for those who are present on and live on the call tonight. Um, But how can people purchase your book? It is on Amazon and it is called Infinite Sea of Stars <laughs> and it has this lovely blue color. Um, so you can search for it there and we'll send the links out to you in the follow-up email if you're interested. Beautiful. And I know this is not one of the questions I sent you, but I'm curious, how did you come up with the title? It's so beautiful. The title is actually, there's a piece in the book called Infinite Sea of Stars. It's the first poem in this collection that was written. Um, I had gone to a Diksha event at the Unity Church in Berkeley. And the very first time I received Diksha, which is a kind of hands-on blessing, a very miraculous thing happened. I wound up very woo, out in the cosmos, having a conversation with Hafiz and Rumi. These are poets I deeply love. And something opened in me in that moment. And these things just started coming through. So the very first piece in this book is called Infinite Sea of Stars. I did not plan to read that one this evening. (laughs) Um, But I pulled the title from that poem. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we are going to uh, turn it over to you so that you can read some of your beautiful poetry. And I know you have some things to say about how people can experience that. And then we'll go into breakout rooms um, 
after your reading and um, the surrender meditation that you created for us. And um, Sean will put the questions in the chat that you can be thinking about um, during the gathering time in the Zoom breakout rooms. So um, Shannon, please inspire Thank us. So we're going to talk tonight about the relationship between connection and surrender. And a lot of that will come dressed in poetry. And as Don mentioned, we'll do a short surrender practice at the end. I invite you as you listen tonight to be thinking about the themes of connection and surrender in your life, to be listening for how the pieces or the practice evoke memories or emotions or thoughts for you, because we'll have time in the breakout rooms to discuss what emerges as we allow our hearts to soften into the support of everything around us. So a quick note before I start reading, I'll read each poem twice, because the first time we hear something, it just glides by and we kind of barely get it. But the second time, we can drink a little more deeply. So here we go. The freedom you seek. Lose yourself in a field of flowers, intoxicated by the deep scent of wild blooming beauty. Speak bee, speak butterfly, speak blossom and bud unbind from limitations of skin blood bone the freedom you seek arises in letting go of your mother tongue and dancing to the rhythm of a more universal language lose yourself in a field of flowers intoxicated by the deep scent of wild blooming beauty. Speak bee, speak butterfly, speak blossom and bud. Unbind from limitations of skin, blood, bone, the freedom you seek arises in letting go of your mother tongue and dancing to the rhythm of a more universal language. Small birds, beautiful sister, rest in the palm of the beloved. Nothing, oh, nothing can push you over the edge of that divine cradle. No tornado of rage, sea of shame, mountain of guilt or fear can pull you from the beloved's gentle caress. There is no falling. You are as the small bird guarded in the nest, loved and delivered safe to the day you remember your own wings. Beautiful sister, 
rest in the palm of the beloved. Nothing, oh, nothing can push you over the edge of that divine cradle. No tornado of rage, sea of shame, mountain of guilt or fear can pull you from the beloved's gentle caress. There is no falling. You are as the small bird guarded in the nest, loved and delivered safe to the day you remember your own wings. Come unmoored. In certain states and spaces, with a little luck and diligence, you can come unmoored from yourself. Let go the controls and soar inside the octave of a note or along the arc of a light beam. Divine moments of empty fullness where all you thought you were dissolves until nothing remains save the deep resonance of laughter echoing in the silence. In certain states and spaces with a little luck and diligence, you can come unmoored from yourself. Let go the controls and soar inside the octave of a note or along the arc of a light beam. Divine moments of empty fullness where all you thought you were dissolves until nothing remains save the deep resonance of laughter echoing in the silence. Porcupine quills. Triggers are like porcupine quills, stabbing heedless of all they puncture. The beloved would pluck every sharp spine from your back, groom you to certain softness, so you might walk the world tender and free of pain. Triggers are like porcupine quills, stabbing heedless of all they puncture. The beloved would pluck every sharp spine from your back, groom you to certain softness, so you might walk the world tender and free of pain. One being with two names. I call out to my beloved friend every evening. She tells me secrets about the vastness of the human heart. 
teaching me how God and I are one being with two names. When she speaks, I kneel before her, casting nets of light to catch fallen words dripping like holy fish from her lips. I call out to my beloved friend every evening. She tells me secrets about the vastness of the human heart, teaching me how God and I are one being with two names. When she speaks, I kneel in silence before her, casting nets of light to catch fallen words, dripping like holy fish from her lips. Firmament. I fell from the firmament where once I shone so bright Ever since, I have been trying to re-stick myself to the night sky. The beloved pokes fun at my misguided attempts with tape, glue, and pens to fix what was never broken. I fell from the firmament where once I shone so bright. Ever since, I have been trying to re-stick myself to the night sky. The beloved pokes fun at my misguided attempts with tape, glue, and pens to fix what was never broken. A great fountain. With the beloved, I am self-sustaining, like a great fountain, feeding itself over and over. You are welcome anytime. Come, stick your toes in, or if you like, submerge your whole self and rekindle what's divine in you too. With the beloved, I am self-sustaining like a great fountain feeding itself over and over. You are welcome anytime Come, stick your toes in, or if you like, submerge your whole self and rekindle what's divine in you too.
I hope you enjoyed those. Writing this book was such a process of letting go and learning to surrender. And along the way, I found that letting go of who I think I am, what I believe I need to do, and how I imagine I need to be is incredibly helpful on the road to feeling a more powerful sense of connection to myself, to my divine, to all beings. Paradoxically, the more I let go of all the things I think I am, the deeper I find me. And so there's a little practice that I use to invite myself to let go more deeply. And I thought I would share that with you tonight. It's really simple. It's four brief sentences. And the way I'll do this is I'll read them all first. And then I'll read them again with pauses where I invite you to repeat the words silently to yourself. So if it feels right for you, go ahead and let your eyes gently close. And if you'd like to keep them open, I invite you to just have a soft gaze. And the four sentences are, I allow everything within me to be exactly as it is in this moment. I allow everything beyond me to be exactly as it is in this moment. I surrender to this moment. I surrender to this life. And so we'll do it together now. And I'll pause between words so you can repeat silently to yourself if it fits for you. I allow everything within me to be exactly as it is in this moment. I allow everything beyond me to be exactly as it is in this moment. I surrender to this moment. I surrender to this life. Let's take a moment here to feel how it is to invite surrender into your life. However it feels is welcome. Just notice.
I'm taking a couple of breaths now. And when you're ready, letting your eyes come gently open, returning to our circle. I really want to thank you all for listening with your heart's ears this evening. We're going to transition to breakout rooms now. As I understand it, we'll have groups of about three and about 12 minutes for sharing. So that's about four minutes a person. And we'd invite you to be mindful of time so each person gets a chance to speak if they'd like to. And then we'll come back together as a group again and invite you to share with the larger group if you'd like. The two questions that we had, oh, when you go to share, I almost skipped something, please uh, say your name and let people know where you are in the world. And the two questions we have for you this evening are, what had heart meaning or feeling for you in the poetry and or what stood out for you in the surrender meditation? Thank you. Thank you, dear Shannon. Thank you. You've created a holy space for us. Thank you. So, um, now that we're all back together again, we were wondering what your um, your thoughts are from the breakout room. Was there anything that stood out that you'd like to share with everyone? And if so, please unmute yourself when you when you speak. I would love to hear. We would love to hear what that experience was like for you. And also to let you know that this is our first time doing the breakout rooms. And so next time we'll make sure there are more people in the group um, than two. I think a lot of the groups had two in it. So we'll make sure it's uh, more people going forward so you can have uh, get to know more people. So anyone like to share? Okay. How do you say yes? Yes. Oh, like that. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. I finally was able to make it work on my computer. Um, I was just kind of taken by the idea of surrendering. Um, kind of blows me away having so much to surrender, I guess. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Concept for the way the day and things are. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. What is your name? Uh, my name is Stacy. Stacy okay. Steele. Okay. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Thank you. And maybe we can add your name to our drawing for Shannon's book of poetry if it wasn't. There we go. Now we see your name. I may have misspelled it. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> So would anyone else like to share anything either about the poetry or the surrender practice? Um, I would like to share. I'm Sarah. Um, Shannon, I first want to say we talked about everything I'm going to say. I shared with my group and we talked and we had a lovely conversation. Um, I love how you played music 
in the background. It set a very nice connecting tone and just set it up to just really be present in the moment and listen to your voice. And I had the pleasure of reading some of the poems that you had sent me beforehand and hearing you read them just made them jump off the page and just come to a really great place in my heart. And so thank you so much for that experience. Um, we spent some time talking about some of the poems. And of course, the laughter poems specifically spoke to me so much because I do laughter and you have expressed so beautifully the letting go of laughter and what that does in your whole universe. And so I just love, love, love that poem. Um, and we talked about some of the other poems, but then we really had a very rich conversation about the surrender meditation. And um, we thought it was really beautiful and we would love to play with it a little. I'd love to hear from you why you chose, because especially in poetry, every word, every syllable counts. Why did you choose to call it a surrender poem? And we wondered, what would it, what would it be like if in groups, everyone rewrote it just slightly with different choices of word in place of surrender? And how would that change the meaning? And we played with the word allow or embrace. And we landed on embrace being the more active, which allows you to allow it. Um, and we kind of didn't think that you meant surrender to be a giving up and lose control, but we'd love to hear a little more about that. And we just, for me, poetry is something that inspires emotion and, and a deepening of um, understanding and enrichment. And so you did all of that in spades and we just really loved the whole experience. So thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. That's lovely. Lovely, lovely. And um, <clears throat> Shannon, if you would like to respond to that, um, I am paying attention to the time because in New World Women, we always want to make sure we're honoring the fact that we said this is a one hour call. So we'll let Shannon um, respond to that now, and then we'll go on with the rest of what we have planned for you, including the drawing and some announcements. We will also stay on Zoom at the end of the hour for anyone who would like to stay on who has not gotten a chance to share. And we also would love to hear your feedback about the changes that we've made. So Shannon, um, would you like to respond to what Sarah said? Sure. Thanks, Sarah. That's a great question. I certainly did not mean surrender as a giving up. For me, surrender is a very loving thing. You know, I surrender from a place of sovereignty um, and power. Surrender is really powerful for me. It's a, it's a way I reclaim that word, right? Mm -hmm. But I love the way you wanted to play with it. And I, I love that you landed on embrace because that word is so big and encompassing. And, and it, it actually wasn't a poem. It's just a little practice that I do um, to help me remember to let go, you know, when I get in those places where I'm hanging on a little too tight. Um, so I hope that answers your question. It's definitely, uh, uh, for me, surrender is a power word. Great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, um, now it's time for, um, and well, I want to thank you again, Shannon. We um, feel that you really did 
and continue to create sacred space for all of us with the power and beauty of your words. So thank you. Thank you, Shannon. Oh my Mm. gosh, for your beautiful reading and meditation. And thank you to all of you who are here on the call and those of you who are listening to the replay. This has been a very special call moving to myself and I'm sure to all of you. We welcome you to visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our sisterhood and how you can receive financial rewards for practicing self-care, helping others, learning new things, and staying inspired together like we all were tonight. Now, I invite you to think of a word to place in our circle as we close. Our united energy creates a new world for all. So go ahead and open, uh, unmute yourself and just say a word that comes to mind. Love. Love. Mm -hmm. Peace. Action. Connection. Connection. Peace. I'm repeating. Reflection. Reflection. Joy. Joy. Stardust. <laughs> what was it, Mecca? Stardust. Oh, yes. yes. Stardust. Love it. Bird. Beautiful. <laughs> mm. Thank you, everyone. We are so grateful to have been here with you. For those who would like to stay on and give any additional feedback, we welcome that. Blessings to everyone. Please visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founders Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world. A world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.